Hello, beautiful alchemist. Welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda. And today we have a very special guest. You should already be familiar with her. Her name is Kesley Tweed. Now, Kesley was on the podcast just a few weeks ago with her partner, Fabio, and they shared with us some information about how they both are such big dreamers and how they have used that aspect of themselves to create shift happens and hold space for people to motivate them to creating lives and living in ways that are more aligned to who they truly are. And now today, I wanted to talk to Kesley just to catch up and see what is new for her personally. One, because she is someone who studied Reiki with me, but also because it has been amazing watching her journey of transformation. So I met Kesley five years ago when she came from North Dakota to study Reiki with me in San Diego. And at that time, she was working to find herself beneath layers of perfectionism. In fact, a few years back was the first time she came on Reiki Radio to talk to us about that. And what is so interesting about her story was, like many of us, she had a lot of goals, she had a lot of dreams, but she accomplished them. I mean, she was checking off the boxes, doing everything that she set her mind to. But again, you know, what is very common for a lot of us is it all left her feeling unfulfilled. So then she started journeying, going around the world, learning, studying, practicing, And today, Kesley coaches other seekers, sharing what she's learned in her process. And she does this combining astrology and Reiki. So on this episode, you're going to learn how her methods help to clarify what you've been seeking all along, which we know, of course, is you. So you can learn more about Kesley and also access her 50 magic questions at KesleyTweed.com. Or you can follow her on Instagram at Iron Gypsy Life. All of this information is down in the show description. I can't wait for you to hear what she has to share with us today, and I will see you on the other side. Hey everyone, so today on Reiki Radio, we have the beautiful Kesley Tweed back to the show. Welcome, Kesley. Thank you. It's such a pleasure. I'm so honored to be back. Honey, I'm so excited to have this conversation again. Um, Let's see, I think you may have come on the podcast a year or two ago. It's been quite a bit. And then recently we got to speak with you and Fabio about Team Shift, but today we get to talk a bit about what's been coming up for you and how this relates so much to what people are going through in these times. So I'm really excited about the conversation. And one of the things I wanted to start off with, for those who may not have heard, you have had a really interesting journey. So you have done coaching, you were a fitness um, in fitness competitions, You've traveled the world, uh, learning so much about yourself, different modalities, taking it all in. And the last time we got to speak with you here on the podcast, you shared a lot about the energy of perfectionism and what you were searching for and what these different tools have taught you. So I wanted to start there because right now a lot of people are struggling with what they can do, can't do, our stuff is screeching to the surface. So what has been the process for you, I would say, in dealing with what was some of your own wounding and how has that got you to where you are today? Oh, wow. That's a big question. We're just going to dive right in. Oh, we have time. (laughs) I love it. So... I think the biggest thing that I've learned over the last couple of years, and Yolanda, this is something that I think you really opened me up to when I went through my Reiki training and my Reiki master training, and that was learning to hear my own inner voice. I think for so long, I wasn't tuned into that, and so it was very difficult to feel comfortable in who I was because I wasn't tuning in to the voice inside that we all have. 
that helps us really know at our core what we think, what we believe, what we feel, who we really are. And so the reason it was so challenging and why I was always looking for this outside kind of signal that I was okay was because I didn't know how to tune in to the voice inside. And so through meditation, through what I've learned through Reiki, and now adding astrology into the mix, it's sort of given me this, the voice, absolutely, but also this inner permission slip. Like once we know ourselves, it's like, well, this is who I am. Like there's no way I could be someone else. I could learn. And, you know, I do a lot of work in self-development as well. And I think through that work, I've seen that we can, we can be and do anything we decide that we want to be or do. Yeah. But will we really be happy if we're not listening to who we really are, to that voice inside? And the other thing is part of that, right, is there's, there's two voices. This is what I like to say. There's two voices in all of us, right? There's the voice that is the critic that I used to really tune into a lot. It was very loud for me. Like, you're not good enough. You know, no one's going to love you unless you're perfect. If you don't have the perfect body, like, you've got to, you know, you've got to get promoted, you've got to make money, you've got to, like, it was this voice of this critic inside, and it was so loud, and I don't know that the voice of that critic ever completely goes away, but over time, it's like, I've turned the volume down on that one, and I've been through the tuning in to the other voice, the voice of love, the voice of possibility, the voice of, you can do this, this is, you know, you were born to do this, that's one of my favorite, you know, kind of affirmations to say to myself is, you were born to do this. There is something that we were all born to do. And through listening to that inner voice, it's given me this freedom to just be who I am. And I think the first step was really self-awareness of who am I? And I think when we crossed paths at first, that's kind of what I was figuring out. And then you helped me through like the self-acceptance piece. And now where I feel I'm really learning and leaning into every single day, even more and more is the true like self-love. Like I love who I am. I'm not just accepting it anymore. It's like, I am in love with life. I'm in love with, you know, this journey that when I decided to come into this human body as a soul that I said yes to, it's magical. And that's really what I'm so committed to helping other people experience and feel for themselves as well. You know, I have to say what is so interesting and really struck me about what you shared is how easy it is for us to fall into roles. And we can really, just like you highlighted, play any role. And we tend to adapt ourselves to fit the roles that other people want us to play or what will appease other people, what will make others not uncomfortable, all to a lot of times our own detriment. And so it reminds me of, again, like the space that we're in where um, a lot of us, you know, quarantining, being alone with our thoughts for the first time, being confronted with different aspects of our relationships, all of these different things. And something is cracking where people are like, who am I? Like it's becoming very loud and people really want to have some understanding around who and what they are. So I love hearing... um, how you've allowed yourself to go through this process and how crucial it is to come into our self-observation. Then we work through acceptance. You come into the space of self-love. But I have to ask you this because for some people, you know, especially there are periods of this work where it feels overwhelming and you're like, what is happening? Like, why? What has been the motivation for you? What has kept you moving ahead, continuing in the work? Mm. Well, there's two things, right? So I think we can move away from pain or we can move toward pleasure. And for me, it was a little bit of both. So the reason I came to all of this was because, to put it in a word, I was exhausted. I was physically, mentally, emotionally exhausted of trying so hard. Life just felt so gosh darn hard. And it was like one, you know, over time, it wasn't just one day. I can remember the day that that it really hit me for the first time. And it was when I was training for fitness competitions and I completed my first one and I was working for my second one. And I was training so hard twice a day, exhausting myself, like to the bone. And I went down 
to do this deadlift, this lift in my body, like my body felt, but at the same time, I felt like all of my energy, just like it like felt like something just dropped. Like it was just this wake up call from the universe of you can no longer function this way anymore. Your life does not have to be this way. It does not have to be so hard. Yeah. And at the time I was starting to get into meditation and just had this curiosity. So what was the, what was I moving toward over time as, as I started meditating, as I started learning more, as I started opening up to new ways of thinking, I started to feel more free. I started to feel more aligned. The, like I said, that voice, that voice inside of me, the voice of love started to get louder. And the more steps I took, just following that voice, following my intuition, like following my passions, the more free and alive I felt. And I remember, um, I'm working on a book and I, and I talk about this in the, in a, in the book. It's like the light in my eyes started to come back again. Yeah. Right. It's like, you know, that the difference between someone who's like sort of dead inside and they're trying to fill up with external things, which is where I was and someone who's like filling up from the inside and it just like they're following their passion and they're living and they're honoring their authentic self and it's like it comes out in this glow in their eyes and one of my former um mentors a former boss of mine one day she said to me because she she follows me on social media she's like your light in your eyes is back again and so i think that's what i was following was like this light that it just light and freedom. I started to feel lighter and feel more free and feel more comfortable just being me. Uh And life just got easier once I learned to follow that feeling, follow my heart. Can I tell you, it's funny. It just struck me right now. And I've thought of this a lot on my path, but you saying what you're saying, it reminds me of how you start to recognize that sense of freedom. It is more of an experience than what it is we try to give ourselves externally. And I think we work really hard. We try to acquire a lot of things. We do all of these things that really bind us to all kinds of crap in, in the name of freedom. Like we want to feel free. So we keep collecting in things that we think will make us feel free when really it is, it's like this this experience of um, a state of mind, a state of presence, a state of being, and it really has nothing to do with the external things. Um, but I, I, there's so many things I want to ask you that you just all over the place. One of the first I want to ask um, is about that inner voice because you've mentioned mentioned it a few times, and um, I know this is something that comes up a lot for people, and. How did you start to trust or even recognize that inner voice? And was there a process for you of learning to trust that aspect of yourself? Yes, definitely. Um, The way that I first started tuning into it was 100% through meditation. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, journaling is something I've done my entire life from the time that I was literally, I remember I have journals from second grade, maybe even younger than that. And so I think the inner voice has always come through when, you know, it's poured through in my writing when I've been journaling, but I didn't really tune into like the sound of it. It was just more of this kind of when I write, I could, I could process my thoughts, but through meditation, that stillness, that quiet, it allowed me to, to observe my own thoughts. Mm. I'm not a person in the way that I help people learn to meditate. Um, The way that it works for me, this is not the way it works for everyone. It's not completely silent most of the time. Most of the time there are thoughts. But through meditation, through closing my eyes, through tuning into what I'm feeling, what I'm sensing, my emotions, my thoughts, I'm able to decide what I want to keep and what I want to release. And so for me, it's almost this like, observing almost like a sorting practice. Yeah. And the way that I learned to trust the inner voice, a couple of different things. So I realized over time that again, there is, there is sometimes a voice of fear that comes up and it feels different than your intuition. It's this, it's, it's, you know, that critic, it feels heavy. It feels 
like like static almost, right? Like when the messages come through, it just doesn't feel solid. It doesn't feel grounded. It doesn't feel expansive. It feels limiting. Yeah. And so for me, I know it's my intuition when it's filled with possibility, when it's filled with hope, when it's filled with faith and belief and you know, all of those things that we speak of are of the light. Yes. I believe that our true inner voice is of the light. It is a voice of love. It's not, you know, it doesn't feel heavy. It feels like freedom. Yeah. So I think that's the way. And, and the way that I sort of like tested it was I took some pretty big leaps of faith following my intuition. And it's Huge exactly what brought me on this journey, right? Like left my job and I think one that really affirmed it for me was Yolanda. This is very like relevant, right? So I heard Reiki radio and I heard your voice and I thought to myself, like, this is the person I need to learn from. So what did I do? <laughs> Come to San Diego. Learn Reiki. And I remember, I remember being in that Reiki attunement, our, our level one and two that weekend and just the tears pouring down. And I heard this voice of intuition saying, this is what you've been waiting for. This is exactly where you are meant to be. And this is the exact, like, this is taking you to the next step. This is the next right step for you on your journey. And just got goosebumps saying it. Yeah. That's how you know is, is you just trust it. And I think also it's just believing, right? Like when you take those leaps of faith, you have to just know that everything happens for a reason, even if it doesn't happen the way you think it's going to. Yes. You know, there were some moments <laughs> after, yeah. after all of this started to happen, right? After I, I went through the Reiki training and when I started meditating, like my first time meditating, I broke down in tears. Like there's a lot of releasing that has to take place and that does take place. And sometimes you doubt yourself, but I think I just, there was a feeling inside that I knew this was the path. I have to say, Kesley, I remember, you know, thinking back, I was so impressed by you. Um, I'm still very impressed by you for different reasons, but I was so impressed for, by you back then because you didn't run away from the, the tough parts, you know, like you, you allowed yourself to cry. You did let the transformation happen. You did let things move through you. And yeah, I mean, you were taking a lot of making a lot of big, bold moves back then. But the thing was, is that you were really good at acknowledging where you were as you were going and you didn't shy away from the process. You didn't shy away from the work and you were always so open and vulnerable about where you were. And so it was amazing to watch you and your journey and how quickly from the outside looking in, it was just like, whoa, she is really just going, transforming, my goodness. And it was just, it was a beautiful thing to watch. And I mean, that was so long ago, but to, and now catapult ahead and see where you are and what you're doing. It's phenomenal. It's just phenomenal. And I just have to tell you, it was an absolute honor to be able to watch that portion of your journey. So up close and personal. Um, so speaking of, no, it's really I was true. honored to have a teacher to help me those moments when Y'all, and, and for anybody, I, I think we're going to talk a little bit about astrology, but the yeah. thing that you should know is that not everyone's journey after you go through Reiki is like this, but mine was very emotional. There was a lot of releasing. And what I came to find out much later is that um, I have a Capricorn moon, right? And so emotions were not really something I was very comfortable with. <laughs> and Saturn transited my moon, which is our emotions, right? So there was like this whole process, this whole life lesson I was going through about understanding my emotions and learning how to use them for true empowerment yes. um, versus blocking them. Because I, I was a person who would block, you know, who just did not want to feel bad for it, did not want to cry, didn't want anybody to see me cry. And I got really comfortable with that, with, with tears. And now I think tears are the most beautiful way to cleanse our system, to purge that energy that we're holding inside of us and like release it and get clear on like, well, what is this? What is this I'm feeling and how can I transform this energy? Because as we all know, like energy, it, it doesn't go anywhere. It's not created or destroyed. Like we have to transform it. Yes. And that is through Reiki and through learning energy healing, I think 
what I realized and learned was how to do that transformation process. Probably looks different for everyone. Um, so I think it takes some time to master, but yeah. yeah. But the thing was, I mean, it was your, your allowance. That's what it was. I mean, your allowance was just so beautiful and amazing hearing you say that too, like how our perspectives really change and our, our understanding expands as we allow ourselves to crack open and start to um, emerge <laughs> like differently than before. And I do want to talk about astrology because that came soon after. It was the next thing on your path. But the reason I wanted to talk about it is because I think this is a great topic for, again, the times that we're in, where people are uh, really being confronted with that mirror in front of them. We're seeing ourselves in new ways. We're being poked and triggered in a lot of different ways. And we've been you know, forced into these spaces of having to spend time with ourselves in ways where we haven't had to before. And it's phenomenal to me that to think it's global, you know, it's not just one area, it's happening for all of us, all of us are being impacted by this. But then here you have, you know, this opportunity to really understand yourself, which again, adds to that what you were talking about before the self acceptance the self love. And I have to say, astrology was one of those modalities that helped me with that because I think there's a lot about ourselves that we may fight against. We may try to resist because we don't understand it on and on and on. And I know that you ended up studying astrology. You're an astrologer now um, and people can come to you for sessions, but I want to talk a little bit about it. If we can get into it, how did this system help you in terms of understanding you what what did astrology do for you in your path i like to say astrology is like a permission slip from the universe <laughs> it's like permission all the things that you've wondered about yourself like well is that okay like is that just who i am right so for me i'll just give you an example so i have an aquarius sun and I grew up in a very like traditional upbringing, small town, like, you know, homegrown roots, like very, very traditional, very structured, you know, religious upbringing, um, grew up on a farm. And here I am, this Aquarius soul, right? That's now suddenly into things like Reiki and astrology and the exact things that, you know, in my upbringing would have really... I would have shut the door on those types of right. modalities because it didn't fit with the traditional, you know, upbringing that I had. And, and my Aquarius son, like, that's what lights me up. It's all of these things that are unique and different. And, you know, a lot of people would look at and be like, well, that's kind of weird. And I always felt like there was this part of me that was just like a little bit weird or a little different than, you know, a lot of people that I engage with in daily life. And there's also this like, heart and soul that like wants to change the world that literally wants to make the world a better place. Mm -hmm. And I always wondered, you know, like, is this normal? Like what, <laughs> what is it about me in astrology? Help me see like, that is what my soul came here for, for all of these things to do things that are a little bit off, offbeat and unique and different. And to give myself permission to, to say like, okay, not everybody is going to see the world the way that I do, but everybody is going to approve of even of some of the modalities that I now use in my life. That's okay. I'm here to be an Aquarius. I'm here to be authentic and be me. And I spent so much time, time, time trying to fit in. And so it gave me that, that permission, right? And we can look at any planet in our chart and learn those same types of things about ourselves. And instead of fighting against being, you know, what we think we should be, it really helps us put a language and a vibration to, for me, what has felt very authentic. I didn't go into astrology thinking like, I want a system to, to tell me who to be. It wasn't like that at all. It's, I started to play with it and experiment with it. And I think you actually gave me, you did, you gave me my first astrology report in a written format and help me understand the Aquarian energy because we're both Aquarians. And I started to try it on, um, you know, when we went through it in, um, I forget the name of the program that I was in with you, but we went through each of the, the houses and each of our planets and really like dove into those different vibrations. 
And as I started to do that, I was like, wow, this feels like me. Yes. So I didn't just trust. I didn't just like buy into this system without trying it. But the more that I explore it, the more I see, I mean, we can see it in the world. We can see it in what's going on right now. Astrology really points us to like, this is what's going on in the world right now. And so for me, it brings me so much comfort in knowing there is a, there is, there is this unique thumbprint, right? This unique fingerprint that each of us has. The moment that we were born introduces us to this unique energy that is completely ours. Yeah. You know, your chart is as unique, as different as, as your fingerprint is. And I think that is so amazing. And it also has helped me understand just the different flow, like how to flow with the universe. Because when we understand transits, um, it, it allows us to make sense of things that seem like they don't have a reason behind them. Because everything in astrology, like every planet in your chart, every transit we go through, it's all to help us grow. It's all to help us evolve. Well, I'm glad you say that because there's two things about this in particular um, I want to ask you about because a lot of people tend to think, obviously, you know, it's more commonly known are sun signs. So people may think like, oh, well, I'm a Gemini and maybe I don't really know if I resonate with what I read about Gemini, not knowing that these other planets come into play and, you know, making their particular fingerprint very unique to them, right? Like their cosmic fingerprint, <laughs> you say. Um, so could you just like briefly explain when we talk about how astrology can help us understand different aspects of ourselves, what is it that we can see? Like what are some different aspects of us that we see mm-hmm. in a chart beyond just our sun? Absolutely. So all of the planets that you would see in the sky or you learned about in science class, they each have a different um, sort of aspect of us that they display in our chart. And then I actually have a copy of my chart right here so I can kind of show people, right? So you can see there's all the different planets. So we've got my moon, which I talked about is in Capricorn. We've talked about the sun. We've got Mars and Venus. So for example, Venus is our values. It's you know, love and how we experience love, how we give love, those types of things. So each of the planets has a different theme that it, that it introduces that makes up the vibration of us, right? And then as you can see, it kind of looks like a pie. And these are what we call the houses in this circle. So each of the houses is a different area of our lives, right? So let's just take our first house, for example. And the ruler of your first house is what we call your rising sign. So that's like your physical, uh, your your physical makeup. It's just kind of this, what people notice about you when they first meet you. It's sort of like the mask that we wear, or I like to explain it as our superpower. It's like putting on the Superman cape, right? Like we can put it on, we can take it off. It's not like who we really are at a soul level, but it's kind of a unique tool that we can use strategically mm-hmm. in order to like get things done in the world, in order to harmonize with the world around us. And so um, those are just a few examples of what we can take from our chart. And what I like to do with people is dive really deep into those, right? Like there's, it's, there's so much, there's so much that we can learn. And I think to really study astrology, I've been studying for about two years now, um, I learn and experience something new with my chart every single day, mm-hmm. every single day. And so what I like to do with astrology is pair it with coaching so that we can really say like, okay, what's going on in your life and how can we use your unique energy to, to really um, move you in the right direction, to use your authentic gifts, your magic, the magic that's in you mm-hmm. and really create a life that you're in love with, to be a person, to just fall in love with who you are and what you're here to do in this world. We can see all of that from charts. See, and that (laughs) is beautiful that no, and I listen, I know, and that is such a beautiful thing. And that's what I want to kind of segue into, because again, in these times, a lot of people are questioning their path and really starting to even look at, or even have like an inkling of, I feel this draw to do something else. And I don't know why, and kind of similar to what you said earlier, when we start questioning, does this make sense that I feel this way? Does it make sense that this is where my attention is going? And then here we have this beautiful system 
that can kind of affirm for us or help us clarify or understand. So could you talk a little bit about how, you know, if someone listening may be curious about their path or, or just curious about, you know, these, these um, feelings of being drawn into certain things, how working with you and having these types of sessions can, what can it illuminate for us? Mm, absolutely. So another um, signature that I like to work with in the charts is the nodes. So the North node and the South node. And I think that can be a really valuable tool um, in terms of helping us get clear on how we're evolving in this lifetime, right? So when I look at my North node in Cancer in the ninth house, for example, it's very much about this like kind of new philosophy of life, comfort within yourself, like, again, using our emotions in a very powerful way, feeling at home within, like all these sorts of things is what I'm moving toward, right? And helping people find that, that home inside themselves. Those are all things that I, you know, I probably would have questioned this path, like, what am I doing? This is nothing like, I worked in corporate communications, in fact, I still do. This, like this new path doesn't align with that, but through experiencing the signatures in my chart, through practicing, through trial and error, we can get really, uh, really comfortable. And then something else I like to do uh, when I'm coaching people with astrology. So I'm also a Gallup certified strengths coach. And something that I love about this system is they talk about naming, claiming, and aiming. And so this is something new that I've started to, to help people with is like, it's great if I can say like, I see this in your chart and this is what it means. And, oh, your North node might mean this or your moon might mean this or whatever. I can say those things, but it's really the important part is that whoever is receiving this valuable tool of understanding their chart and diving into that is actually able to experience and grasp what it means for them in their life and where they are right now. So that's where the naming, claiming, and aiming thing comes in. So naming it is, okay, I'm an Aquarius sun. Here's what I think that means in my life. So that's what I do with people is ask them, okay, I'll share a little bit about what I see. How does that like relate to you? How do you see that playing into you and your life and your journey? Yeah. And then we talk about claiming like, okay, how have you seen this signature, this energy, this vibration show up in your life? And then my favorite part as a Capricorn moon who always likes to have goals and move, move myself and other people toward a goal is the aiming. So, okay, how can we use this energy to move you from where you are right now toward what you want? Yeah. And, you know, I think astrology as a standalone is a really great tool, but I, I really do think that if you are in a place where you're trying to figure out this new path in life and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm seeing things in a new way, or I want to, create something new in my life or go in a different direction. Maybe it's not meditation, but I do think some sort of self-reflection process on a daily basis is absolutely critical. Like that's really where the magic happens is not in the session with the astrologer, but in how you process, how you receive the information and then what you actually do with it and allowing your intuition to speak to you. I and love I think it. When we get it, quiet, that's how that can happen. It sounds so much like helping people not only just have information, which is great, it helps us to understand, but then working on the application portion. So now what can we do with what you now understand? And that's beautiful. And you know, I have to say, and a lot of what you're saying, the other word that is popping in is harmonization. So when you're talking about astrology and these different components of ourselves, um, you were talking about your uh, North Node in the ninth house and how this like speaks to, you know, the power of emotion and what you're doing. But then the contrast of having this Capricorn moon, right? So it made me think of like how interesting she had to learn to harmonize these different aspects of herself. Me, a, um, Aquarius sun, Pisces moon. You, uh, yeah, I had to learn how to harmonize <laughs> those aspects of myself, you know? So I think the beauty in this work and what you're providing um, helps a lot because we tend to be in tug of war with ourselves. We tend to have this push pull. We tend to fall in spaces of confusion and it can be very frustrating because we don't understand. And it could simply come down to figuring out how to harmonize the different aspects of ourselves. And then this other part of your journey, Kesley, I have to point out, 
is how in the beginning you left your corporate job, you went into coaching only, and then you came back and decided to do corporate and coaching and harmonizing that aspect of your life. So could you just talk a little bit about that um, for people, how that has supported you, like mm -hmm. figuring out how to make things work and recognizing that it doesn't always have to be this or that, but it can sometimes be this and that. Absolutely. Well, you said something earlier that um, that really was sort of the harmonization of doing both, right? And you said about roles, like we can play certain roles, mm -hmm. but it's really about the core energy within us. And I think that's what this has really helped me, like doing both has really helped me understand is I'm not a coach. I'm not a communications manager. I am Kesley. I am Kesley and Kesley just needs to bring Kesley to whatever environment that she's in. And I traveled and floated around and didn't have a home for two years and worked as a coach online, you know, all over the place, just amazing. And I, it was beautiful. And now I'm here and I live in Georgia and I work in a corporate job and it's like, well, which one am I? I am both. I am me and the most beautiful thing. Um, I really resisted after traveling for two years. Yeah. Like, is this going back to a corporate environment? Like, is this a good thing? And the most beautiful thing about it was it's helped me own my energy, own my vibration and say like, okay, I need to bring me, I need to be rooted in me. And then whatever happens out here, like I don't have to change who I am, how I feel based on what's happening. Yeah. And, you know, like it can be a very um, demanding environment working in a big corporation and there can be some stressful times and there have been some stressful times. And it was the same sort of a thing where I just decided this year, I was like, I, I don't want to be stressed anymore. I don't want to allow what happens externally to affect how I feel inside. And so through, you know, my morning practice, my meditation, I, you know, I, I journal every day, I meditate every day, I read every day, I wake up very early in the morning so that I, I can do all these things and work out and that, like that, like coming into alignment with me first before I go out into the world, that has been so powerful because as we all know, right, like things are going to happen in the world that are beyond our control. Mm -hmm. And if we let things that happen outside of us continuously, if we need those things to be perfect for us to feel good inside, or if we need to be in the perfect dream job or have the perfect relationship or have like the perfection to feel good on the inside, we're going to spend our whole life waiting yes. for perfect to happen because although perfect's a great goal because I like goals, I don't want to wait for everything to be perfect to feel good and happy and free and in love with life. Because oh, I love that. I love that so much. And I think it probably will ring true for so many people waiting for perfect to happen. And what a terrible chase that is, you know, and, you know, you think of how many people we do, we go through these stages where we are chasing whatever we feel is the perfection. We actually often obtain it just to find it wasn't perfect in the first place. But yes, I mean, what you're saying is so powerful. And I think it will Really, uh, I can't wait to hear what comes up for people around that. So I want to make sure that we also touch on, and you mentioned it for a moment, but you have, and I know in watching you over these years, and even beyond what I have seen, you have gained a lot of wisdom in doing your self-work. And you have allowed yourself to learn and take different trainings, but more than that, you've applied what you've learned and you've really taken so much in and you've done such a beautiful job of figuring out how to give back to people to support them on the path that you are so familiar with that you've journeyed and continue to journey yourself. So aside from the coaching you offer and the beautiful live experiences that you and Fabio are doing together with uh, Shift Happens, you are now going to be publishing a book and it's called You Are Magic. Am I right? That's the name of the book? Yes. So could you tell us about this beautiful offering, what inspired the book, and what it's about? Mm. 
Wow. Well, let's see. <laughs> so You Are Magic is a journey that I take people on to really discover and own and fall in love with the magic inside of them. And it is a step-by-step what my journey has really been about. Um, I'm, I've known my whole life that I would write a book. I just have known from the time I was a little girl, I've always said I'm gonna write a book one day. And I never really knew what it was gonna be about, but as I've been on this journey of transformation over the last few years, it just became clear like this is what the book has to be about. And I have to share what I've learned. I have to share this experience. Um, I have to share these tools, the right questions that people can ask themselves, all these things. I, I just, being Aquarius, I have to share it. I have to use <laughs> my journey to help other people to hopefully make the world a better place and to help people find that magic inside. And, um, you know, really it's this journey. Uh, it starts back, you know, I went through a divorce when I was in uh, my late 20s, and my life was kind of, like you said earlier, like all of us are kind of going through it now, like what's my life going to be about now that everything's different, and that's really when I think this whole kind of journey started, and that's where I want to take people, is like if you're in one of those spaces, if you're open to transformation, if you're open to really observing, like who you are and who you authentically are and owning that and how to like really not just be who you've always thought you should be, but like really becoming who you want to be and who you really feel you are at your core. That's the journey. And so the book, um, it offers all kinds of tools. Like I said, lots of journaling questions. I talk about meditation and how to set up your own practice with your own rules. That's not about what anybody else tells you it should be, but what feels right to you, I help people do that. Um, chakras and kind of taking a different approach to, to chakras and meditation and how we can really use that as this journey of recreating a new belief system for ourselves, letting go of yeah. the beliefs that don't serve us and, and looking at our beliefs and, and really aligning with what feels pure and right for us. Yes. Um, astrology is part of the book and just all kinds of, like I said, questions and tools to take people deep within to find the magic and the beauty and the amazing soul that's always been there. Beautiful. So it sounds like it's very informative, but you're also providing um, the tools to help people also be reflective and like um, discover their own magic in the process of whatever they're learning. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah, it's, I don't know how to describe it. It's, um, it's, it's kind of like eat, pray, love meets Deepak Chopra. Like, <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely a personal journey. So if you like stories where the author shares a lot, I share a lot. I share exactly what, you know, the experiences were like for me. And the reason that I do that is because I'd never want anyone to feel alone in this transformation because when we're no longer who we were, but we're not quite like who we know we really are, there's a space in between and the space in between can feel really scary and emotional and, you know, all the things that I had you as a great mentor to kind of help guide me through and help me know that I wasn't crazy when all these things were like happening. Right. And I think through the sharing, my intention with that is to really help people feel that, you know, you're never alone. We all go through dark spots, hardships, heartbreak. And it really is part of our journey and evolution to use those to become even more of the person that we've always been meant to be. Ah, that is so beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. And I have to say on a personal note, I'm so thankful that we got to sit down and have this conversation just so that I could hear about what has been going on for you in more detail. But, you know, for all of those listening, I hope that, you know, listening to Kesley's story has inspired you and has light bulbs going off for you. And I want to make sure that people know how they can connect with you, how they can work with you, how they can get the book and just even follow. I mean, you put a lot of inspiration um, just out into the world through your social media, 
all over the place. So can you share what are the best ways to reach you and connect with your work? Absolutely. Um, so I do share on social media daily yeah. and really try to share as much inspiration, positivity, but also some different perspectives. And so Instagram is great. So it's at Iron Gypsy Life. And I've been doing a lot more lives and, and video and things there. So there's a lot um, there. And then Facebook. So Iron Gypsy Coaching on Facebook. And I also have a website, KesleyTweed.com. And if you're interested, um, it has, you know, the different offerings like astrology and life coaching, which includes Gallup Strengths Coaching, um, Reiki as well. So check out KesleyTweed.com. If you're interested in being aware of when the book does come out, um, a couple of different options. Obviously, social media is great. So follow me at Iron Gypsy Life. But if you go to the website, you can put in your email into my email list. Um, I've also got something that I'm super excited that I created recently. It's called Magic Questions. And it's 50 journal questions to help people discover and unlock their magic. And so if you go and you download that, you'll also be added to my email list, which means that, you know, when the book comes out and new offerings come out, I will be in touch with you. Beautiful. Okay, so we can go to Tesley Twitter. Kesley Tweed, well, tongue-tied, KesleyTweed.com. And don't worry, it'll be in the show description. You can scroll down and click on the link and you can get the 50 magic questions. Mm -hmm. Also know when the book is going to be released, but also work with you directly. And I know we're going, but I just wanted to ask you really quickly so people know this. With the astrology work, they have the um, option of getting a specific type of report, but also you have a VIP service. So can you share a little bit about what those two options are about? Absolutely. So I am so excited because I've been sitting with this for a while. Like, how do I offer astrology in a way that's really meaningful to people? And um, I recently came up this, with this new report and it's really this like, artistic expression of your unique vibration and so I put your chart in there of course and then I write a description of how the energy like speaks um speaks to me obviously but what I you know what I feel from the chart and hopefully it's written in a way that is inspiring and uplifting and can give you something to come back to on those days when you're just having kind of a bad day and you need a reminder of how amazing you are like that's what I hope to pack into this report but beyond that, um, what I really love about it is I, you know, look at what your core element is. So fire, earth, air, water, and how you can use that core element um, that comes to us through your chart, um, your power planet. So which of your planets is, um, is kind of the highest expression in your chart? So helping people get clear on that and what that means for you. Um, I find like original like quotes that based on your energy that might be something to help anchor you again inspiring you when you have a bad day and I hand select those based on each specific person. Um, I'm trying to remember all the different components and then the last part again this is what I love it's great if I can put all of this in a report for you right and you can read it but unless you own it unless it's meaningful for you it just sits on a shelf. And it can be a great pick-me-up, but it doesn't last, right? right? And so there's journal questions and reflection questions to help you really own what I've shared. And you don't even have to understand astrology. Like there's questions that just by knowing yourself and examining yourself, you can harness the energy of your sun and your moon and your rising sign and just the unique vibration of you. So that's what the report is. And then the VIP service um, oh yes, the VIP service is where we go deep on your signatures in your chart. So like I said, really, when you look at your sun or your moon or your Venus or your Mars or your Mercury or whatever it is we're looking at, I want to help you name, claim, and aim that. I want to help you really understand what that energy means. I want to help you see how it's, how you've applied it in your life in the past and then help you direct it and use that energy in a very productive way to help you be amazing, be even more amazing. The other part of the VIP service that I love is, oh gosh, when I started tracking the transits, right? Like, and I started to see like, oh, this is, 
you know, Saturn's transiting my moon. That's why I'm feeling a little bit unbalanced lately. Like Saturn's trying to teach me something. So as part of the VIP service for one month, you get me as your personal astrologer. So if you're having an off day and you're like, what is going on? Like what's up in the universe today? Why am I so off? And what is the universe trying to tell me? That's what through the VIP service, I help people um, really understand. Because again, the planets are not happening to us. The energy is not happening. Life's not happening to us. It's happening for us. Life is always happening for us. The universe is always working for us. We just have to understand how to use the energies for growth instead of just focusing on why it might feel a little bit uncomfortable sometimes in the process. Cass, let me tell you something. I can't stop smiling. My face hurts because I'm thinking I love so much that you have developed something. You've put something together, your own method and the way that you feel called to share the system with people. That excites me. I love hearing when people infuse their own uniqueness and again, allow themselves to be guided to do it in their way. And it sounds phenomenal. I mean, having your own astrologer for a month, yes, please. But the report and the VIP service, both of those sound amazing because you're right. I mean, a lot of times you can get a report and it's, it's interesting information, but then like you said, then you just walk away and there's nothing to really apply or to help you go deeper into the information that was just shared. So that is amazing. And for everyone listening, again, you can go to kesleytweed.com or scroll down into the show description, click on all the links, follow Kess on Instagram, everywhere. Iron Gypsy Life, yes. So Kesley, I have to thank you so much for being here today, my love. Thank you for showing up, for all you share with the world and for sharing with us on the podcast today. Thank you. This podcast has literally changed my life. It's how I found you. It's how I found Reiki. It is an honor and thank you for putting so much light into the world through this podcast. It's a beautiful mission. Thank you, love. So I hope you all enjoyed hearing from my Aquarian sister today and we will see you all very soon. Bye for now. Okay, everyone, thank you so much for being here today. And a very special thank you again to Kesley. Thank you for coming and sharing your story with us. And for all of you listening, if you want to learn more about Kesley or to work with her, visit kesleytweed.com. And you can also download her magic questions. They're 50 journal prompts to unlock your magic. And that's absolutely free at kesleytweed.com. And again, you can follow her on Instagram at Iron Gypsy Life. All of this is down in the show description. And if you would like to work with me and also access some free gifts from me, be sure to go to TheEnergeticAlchemist.com. I can't wait to exchange with you, get to know you a little more. I've been having an amazing journey with um, a group of people in the alchemy circle. We have been doing every single morning Reiki practices. So there's a lot of information on my website. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for being here today. And remember to always journey in love.